Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee, uh, and it's a, a dark roast today. I'm really enjoying the coffee, and that's what we do here on this podcast. We drink a really good cup of coffee, and we talk about the freedom. We celebrate the freedom that we already have in Jesus. I hope you're enjoying a cup of whatever you are drinking this morning, today, uh, and you're doing really well. It's good to be with you today uh and that's what I want to talk about today because we yes we enjoy uh we enjoy drinking coffee here and we enjoy talking about Jesus and isn't that what what life really is about like when we think about life in Christ when we think about freedom in Christ you know we I start that off that little saying there at the beginning of enjoying enjoying our freedom in Christ celebrating our freedom in Christ and that isn't that the invitation for us? And I, I want to talk about this today, enjoying life in Christ, because I, I've, I've missed much of this for a large part of my Christian walk. I miss just the simplicity of enjoying Christ, of enjoying enjoying Christ in me and Him enjoying me and, and really believing that He enjoyed me because I was living out of a lot of lies. I was living out of religious duty or expectations or all these ought to's. And I I don't think there's anything greater that we've been created for than to enjoy God, enjoy Christ and and Him and Him enjoying us. And I want to talk about that today because that's kind of where I want to start. What I want to start with is is this relational um uh freedom that you have with Christ. When's the last time you've just enjoyed Jesus, when you just enjoyed God, like like if you're on this treadmill of all the things that you have to do, or if you're dealing with an addiction, an ongoing struggle, or life has really hit you hard, you may be thinking, well, is it even possible to enjoy God? Or maybe I've never even thought of it that way. We, we've all we, we're thinking about all the religious things we've got to do. We've got to, we're thinking about disciplines or obedience or addictions or ministry or blessings or. I got to pray, I got to have a quiet time, I got to have all these things. And yet, in the middle of all that, where is enjoying the relationship with God? Where is enjoying Christ? And so I want to present in this <laughs> in this podcast today that I actually believe, and God's teaching me, and I'm growing in this, that enjoying God here and now in whatever we're dealing with in life, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, the circumstances that are present in life, good, bad, that enjoying God is available. It's what we're created for. It's it's whatever season of life you're in. Enjoying Him is the invitation. Enjoying Him is is the greatest treasure that we can have. And I want to ask some questions to kind of get you thinking, is it possible? Or is that really possible? You may be saying, Matt, you're crazy. Is that really possible that to enjoy God in every season of life, even the hard seasons? Can He be enjoyed when life is hard, when circumstances are dealing the blow? What about when things are going good? And the ultimate question is, when's the last time you've thought about just enjoying this life in Christ that you have? Uh, I think one of the one of the main things that keeps us from that, that kept me from that was, and I want to mention a couple of these as we go along, is if we're living out of a lie of who God is, uh, which which was, for me, the lie was, well, God loves me. Yeah, I guess, sure, he does kind of love me because he's got to. He's God, but he doesn't like me very much. He's not liking all these sins that I'm committing. He's not liking these addictions that I have. He's not liking that I'm not serving him enough or doing enough for him. So he's not really liking me. He's kind of waiting over there. He's kind of like the uh, 
the 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 parent who's over there in the corner kind of with their arms crossed is kind of looking at okay I'll just going to wait until you get your act together kind of thing and that's how I lived much of my so so think about this for a minute when you if you're just thinking about another human being if if you know they don't like you that much are you going to want to spend time with them are you going to want to talk with them are you going to want to be with them are you going to want to any of those things probably not too much uh, you know, you may have to, uh, if it's a coworker, maybe you may, you may be forced to, you know, be in that environment. But the reality is, is that you're not going to want to spend much time with someone who you think doesn't like you. So if we believe the lie, which I did is that God really doesn't, he's kind of mildly ticked off at me. He's kind of mildly, okay, I'm just waiting for that one over there to get his act together, which is how I spent a lot of my Christian life. Then we're not going to be, we're going to have these distorted views of God. And we're going to, obviously, it's going to be hard for us to enjoy God because we don't really think He's enjoying us that much. Right? So that's kind of the first thing. So the truth is, is that not only does God love me, God, not only does God love you, but He likes me. He likes you. Just think about that for a minute. If you take nothing else away from this podcast today, is to know that God likes you. Like he likes, his like of you, yes, his love of you is unconditional, but he likes you too. You ever heard that old saying, well, yeah, I love him, but I don't like him that much. Well, that's not true with God. Not only does he love you, he likes you off the charts. Like he delights in you. He cares about you. He's he's intimately focused on you and and liking and, and delighting and loving and all of those things. Like when I began, when the Spirit began to reveal those kind of things to me, my goodness, it was off the charts a difference maker for me because now I began to really think, hey, this is possible for me to enjoy God because guess what? He's really enjoying me. It's this relational. I was living out of the transactional of doing for God so that I would get, and and it's like, and it's like, no, he just wants me to enjoy him. That's what we're created for. That's what we're created for. It's and and here's the reason why I'm talking about this because if we can't enjoy our freedom in Christ, then what is it all about? And I believe, as, as I'm not alone in this, I believe that most Christians aren't really enjoying their freedom in Christ, their relationship with Christ, because they or they don't even think about it that much. Like it's just, I just got to keep going. I got to keep doing what I, I got to. I got to just keep my head down, plug away. Don't think too much about things, uh, and, and definitely don't stop to feel anything. Life is just too hard. And I, again, I, I would say that God has grown me over the last ten plus years in this, and continuing to grow. That that I was living that way. Keep my head down. Do what I got to do. Serve God. Stay out of trouble. St- stop these addictions. And all the while, all the while, my soul was slowly kind of just dying because I didn't realize, I didn't realize it until life hit. And always, life always hits hard. Life always, life itself is always going to hit hard. But the life, capital L, life of Jesus in us, is what is is what we have available to us when little L life does hit us. And I do believe, and I say this with all sincerity, I do believe that it is possible to actually enjoy. Life in Christ to enjoy God. It's the reason we're alive, isn't it? I mean, he created us to enjoy us and for us to enjoy him. For, for, for Christ to be our greatest treasure, to be our greatest source of, of fulfillment. Above all else, above everything else in this, in this life. 
It's the only thing that will satisfy the deepest parts of our soul, nothing else. And I'm learning to do this. I'm learning that. So that was the kind of the first thing I mentioned. I'm learning to enjoy him because he really does enjoy me. That was the lie that I had to, that had to be exposed, that God, God not only loves me, but he likes me. And I think these last few years, he's continuing to do that. I'm learning to enjoy what I already have in Jesus, not believing. That's the other lie, because if you think you're lacking from God, if you think you're missing freedom, if you think you're missing something, it's going to be hard to enjoy God because you think he's holding out on you. He's not holding out. He's giving you everything you need in Jesus. And so now it's a stop and smell the roses moment. It's a, wow, Jesus has given me everything I I have, I need, I want, I desire now let me get to know that. And that's what's going to satisfy my soul, enjoying him and all the goodness and all the abundance that I have in Jesus. I, you know, I, I, I remember a few years ago I was, was sitting with a client and I was talking with him and I, I don't know, just the, the spirit as he will do and, and when I'm doing this, I, he prompted me and I, I, asked, I asked my client this question. I just asked him, I said, I said uh, when was the last time that you enjoyed your relationship with Christ? And I, I, I remember there was this like deafening silence in the room. <laughs> you know, he was silent. He looked at me. And I kind of was silent. It was it was almost like he was looking at me like I was speaking a foreign language. And this is nothing against him. It was just like that 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 concept was foreign to him as it was to me for so long. It, it was like he sat there for what felt like forever, and and he really couldn't come up with an answer. And so here's the question I have for you: Can you? Can I? When's the last time you've enjoyed your relationship with Christ? When's the last time you've enjoyed your freedom in Christ? When's the last time you've enjoyed just Jesus himself, the person of Christ in you? I mean, life has shown itself to be disappointing, right? Like, I mean, you don't feel it a lot of times when you're when you're eating that that meal that you that you enjoy or when you're having your favorite dessert or when you're you got that new driver, and you, you, the new driver's giving you twenty extra yards on your drive, or, or uh, you know, you're closing the big deal, or, or uh, you know, you're, or you're having sex, or whatever. You don't feel it then because you're you're doing all these things. But and this is the reason why you may be addicted to those things, right? And that, but then there's this ache in your soul doesn't doesn't satisfy, doesn't feel because you realize there's more to this life than than the good life, whatever that is, and there's something deep inside that isn't satisfying. And then there's the other side of that when life is working kind of kind of good, kind of well, and someone asks you how you re- how you're doing, and you kind of respond with, "Yeah, I can't complain. Doing fine. Bills are paid. Kids are doing well. Kids are school." And we we deny it. We 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 don't tell the truth about it. That maybe life isn't so well, going so well. Maybe it is, right? But somewhere inside, there's still this ache in the soul because we're living out of circumstances. Instead of living out of the life of Christ, when life is working, you know, and the pleasures of the life seem to be providing what you want and what you need, there's not really much interest a lot of times, I don't think, in enjoying the deeper spiritual intimacy of knowing Christ, of enjoying Christ. Life is working just fine, thank you. And so, and we even call this the Christian life. We even call it, but, but when life takes a turn, when life takes a left turn or it hits hard, when you realize that that this ache in the soul doesn't go away, you sense there's something deeper that 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 you're looking to get satisfied, and it's it's a need only satisfied by the love of Christ. It's a it's a need only satisfied by enjoying the life that you already have in Christ. And so so is this even possible? Is this even available to us? And I believe 
I believe it is. I just I think we've we've chosen to replace the greater treasure of knowing Him for other lesser things. And so one of the ways, again, as I say, is is, is we've done this through religion. We've done this through religion of of you know what, what we you know we may think you may be listening to me and thinking it's possible to enjoy. God, but you've been so ingrained in the religiosity of your life of doing this in order to get this from God. So if I do this, then I'm going to enjoy the blessings of God. Um, And so the abundant life that Jesus provides doesn't consist of what we usually call blessings, despite what you've read in many books and what you've probably heard in a lot. It doesn't. Blessings, there's nothing wrong with blessings. We think of those as external things, but the blessing of life in Christ itself is his life in you. Because those things are not enough, not for your soul. And now that you're, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know how important we talk about the soul because the soul is your experiencer. It's it's your thinker, your chooser, and your feeler. It's your mind, will, and emotions. And so what's already true of you in your spirit will never change. But your experience of that is meant to flow from your spirit through your soul and then out of your body to experience what you already have in your spirit, which is Jesus Christ. And so, so the blessings are good, the external blessings are good, but you still realize there's still kind of this ache in your soul. And you, now you know you have a soul. <laughs> you have one. You have, you, you've been created by God to, 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 to choose to enjoy Him or not, to choose to, to be able to feel things, okay, and to be able to think things, to think on Him or to, or to, to not think on Him. Okay, and so you are this soul, the spirit, soul, body, created by God to be enjoyed by God and to enjoy Him. There is no greater, there is no greater treasure. And here's the thing that what we don't get oftentimes is we won't rest. I'm talking about spiritual rest. We won't rest until we rest in that. Until we enjoy, we we really until we truly and I I didn't get this for much. I thought it was just all the things I wasn't doing or lacking or whatever. And really, when the moment came where I can rest in the fact that I can enjoy God in any season of life, when when the hardships come, when I don't know where the money is going to come to pay the bills, when ministry may not be going well, when 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 marriage is not going well, when whatever is not going, when the when the when the struggle and temptation, the addictions. Come, it's like, is it possible to enjoy God? Now, you may be saying, Matt, you're crazy. It's not. I'm not talking about enjoying the trials. I'm not talking about enjoying the calling something good that's not good. God doesn't call. God doesn't call addiction good. God doesn't call hardships good. God doesn't call uh, health issues good. But He says, I'm going to work all of those for your good. Will you trust me? Can you enjoy me in the midst of that? And I believe it's true. I believe it is because we we were created for that. And until we until we celebrate and enjoy him and the life that we have in him that we were meant to celebrate until we until we celebrate God more than anything else then we're going to not be at rest. Our soul won't be at rest. Our spirit will still be at rest, but our soul won't because we're still looking to an outside source to do what only Christ can do, which is to enjoy the life that we already have in him. So nothing will satisfied. Not more obedience, not more recovery plans, not more disciplines, not more blessings, not more ministry even. I mean, this is one of the things that I struggle with that I have to to fight against is the fact of, is it really enjoying ministry or is it enjoying Jesus? It's getting to share Jesus and freedom in Christ with others. That is ministry to me, but I can get off track and focus on the ministry part of it versus enjoying Jesus. 
It's not more security. It's not more prayer. It's not more money. It's not more self-esteem. It's not more of any of those because because this what's if here's here's something I want to propose in this is that maybe what's missing in your life is not something external, but it's this deeply felt and experienced enjoyment of the presence of Christ in you. Let me say that again. It's maybe what's missing from your life, or it's not you don't. You're, it's not missing literally, but you're not choosing it or thinking on it or feeling it. Is enjoying a deeply felt enjoyment and experience of the life of Christ in you, and that experience is enjoyable at the deepest parts of your soul. You can experience it at the deepest parts of your soul. And so if we're living out of a religious system, which is the first, so the first kind of thing way I presented is that we, if we're living out of lies about God, we need to know the truth about it. And the second one is living out of, out of a religious performance mentality. We're living, we're living out of something that God doesn't want us to live out of. We're living out of, we're trying to use God to get something. And God isn't going to be used, right? Have you ever really considered this invitation, this, I think, this freeing invitation, there's that word freeing again, to live this new way, which is the way of joy, enjoying Christ, which is the way of Christ in you. We put all of our eggs in that. We say, yeah, okay, I'm going to jump in, Lord. I'm going to say yes to that. I'm going to enjoy you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take that step of faith and I'm going to say, I can, it's possible to enjoy you, to live from you as my life, as my source, knowing you deeper. I put all of that hope, I put all of that, that knowing that knowing you will make me will make me experience this freedom, this life that I saw. And 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 that's that's when we realize that that's what we really want in the first place. We we revel only in him. We 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 worship only in him, we celebrate only in him. This doesn't mean to not enjoy other things in life. I'm not saying that. I enjoy a really good cup of coffee. I just enjoyed a time at the beach. Yes, we enjoy the external things too, because now it sets us up to not look to those things to provide something only God can provide. I can now enjoy a cup of coffee because that's not my true source of enjoyment. My true source of enjoyment is Christ in me. And so we get to enjoy some of the external things too. This is not about, oh, I'm only supposed to enjoy Christ, and so there's nothing else in this life I can enjoy. No. Enjoy the great meal with your wife. Enjoy the time away. Enjoy the time with them. Enjoy all those things because that's meant to be enjoyed too. That's meant to be enjoyed too. And so this idea of living a better life or getting more blessings or whatever is really how I'm finally going to get to enjoy life then is, is well, what if that never comes because then then the only thing we are looking for is God to produce something for us when he's already given us everything we already need, we already, we already want, we already desire. It's time to move. I th- I, the invitation is it's time to move beyond living from the externals and enjoying what we have internally in Christ. Because we, we, what's, so what I'm presenting to is what's missing is not anything you lack in Christ. What's missing is the choosing to enjoy God in all of his fullness as our supreme source of, of rest, as our supreme source of enjoyment, as our supreme source of life, capital L life. And our souls won't be at rest until we choose. And, and there's going to be waves of that. It's going to be up and down. There's going to be moments where we're choosing to live out of the flesh. We're choosing to live out of another source. 
But we've chosen, as I did, I've chosen to get life from all the sources that were never going to give me life in the first place. And it's that determination, it's that, it's that stubbornness to get something, to enjoy something that was never meant to produce that. It's, 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 what, it's why sex is, is, yes, it's great to be enjoyed, but it was never meant to give us that deepest level of enjoyment. That's why we, we've replaced something that God's given as a good gift, which is sexuality within the, within the commitment and covenant of marriage. We've put that as a supreme treasure in this life. If I just if explore my sexuality, if I just live out to my sexuality, if I just live out to who who God's made me to be in this, it's, it's like I'll no, because the ache in the soul is still there. We think that's what's missing, and it's not. That's why pornography pornography is is so alluring. It's why the the affair of the having an affair is there because we think that enjoying this sexual pleasure is going to be our greatest joy, and yet Christ is our greatest joy. And so the pornography is something that's a false pleasure. It's a false, it's a falsehood, but we eat it up because we think this is the supreme pleasure because we haven't tasted and enjoyed the life of Christ. We don't even know maybe what that is. And so the pornography has become a great substitute. The, the, the sexual pursuits have become a great substitute because we think those are the greatest pleasure. But what if God designed sex to be pleasurable, but within the covenant of marriage, and that's to be enjoyed, and sex is a great thing to be enjoyed. But when we go outside of that, we're looking for something that was never meant to give us pleasure. It's it's driven by this stubbornness, or whatever you want to call it, pride, the flesh of going to something other than God to satisfy our soul. And that's why we. That's why when we, when we're substituting something else for God, it's it's never going to leave us. It's going to leave us more thirsty. In fact, and that's what pornography did for me. It was. I thought this was going to be a way I get to enjoy, you know, this little quick little pleasure, whatever trip, and it's going to be. And it yet let it. It left a big, bigger ache in my soul. And so now we we live out of this pressure filled life too of trying to produce. And yet God satisfies us soul. We've got to produce. It's the pressure to, to enjoy something other than God. It's, it, 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 keeps, it keeps us too busy. It keeps us busy on other things. It keeps us religious. It keeps us uh, ministry-focused instead of Christ-focused. It, um, it keeps us, I don't know, it keeps us too conscientious of things that we shouldn't be conscientious of instead of setting our minds on enjoying what we already have in Christ. And this is, I'm saying this to myself too, because I'm learning this and I'm wanting to do this one. I want this to be an encouragement for you because you may be sitting here and saying and thinking, Matt, this is not possible. This is not possible. Is it really possible to enjoy God this way, to to really experience, have this deep experience of, of God, to have this to have this, in, this encounter, this revelation of Christ in you that that can be enjoyed. Enjoy everything that I've given to you. Enjoy everything. And yes, we're going to continue to hurt when bad things happen, when we get the health diagnosis, when financial burdens are there, when relational hardships are coming. That's not wrong to despair. Okay? Um, I mean, that's not wrong to, to grieve, I should say. To fear and to despair is not trusting. It's putting our trust in a wrong, a wrong source. But to grieve and to say, you know, this, this, to call something bad, bad is not, is not wrong. 
Because God, Christ is still present in you, and you can you can enjoy if you've gotten the health diagnosis, if you've gotten the you know the the financial burdens, if you've got the relational burdens, you got all. It's not sitting there saying, faking it and calling those good and saying, "Well, I just got to suck it up and enjoy this, even though this really sucks." No, call it what it is, but then it's enjoying the presence of Christ in the midst of that. That's where I'm going with this. God's still present. Christ in you is still there. We always have reason to celebrate. We always have reason to enjoy God. This is what I'm going to end with. We always have reason to enjoy Christ in us. When we're not getting it done, we celebrate His grace. When we're, um, when we're dealing with the hardships of life, we celebrate His presence. We enjoy His presence. When others are rejecting us, we celebrate His acceptance of us. When someone else is, um, is, is doing something to you that hurts you, we celebrate his love and his presence and his security. That's the choice, right? That's the choice that we all have. And so we, we, <laughs> we, this is what we were created for. This is what we ultimately, ultimately desire most, enjoying God. And I, I want to encourage you, and what that looks like for you is to, first of all, See what those lies are about God and, and, and have those repl- have, allow the Spirit to replace those with truth that God, not only does God love you, but He likes you. The second part of that is, is giving up the religious ways of, of, of trying to get blessings from God when you've already been blessed with everything in Christ. And then ultimately, thirdly, is, is not looking to other sources for that enjoyment, but ultimately Christ is the ultimate enjoyment. Because we always have reason to enjoy God. We always have reason to enjoy God, even in the midst of whatever season of life you're in. Whatever season of life you're in. I, 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 it's, there's a new way to live. There's a new way to enjoy this life in Christ. There's a new way. It's, it's enjoying Him. It's not about Him fixing you. You've already been changed. This is not a fixing you. This is a... Enjoying God. Well, here, well, let me give you some, a couple of quick scenarios. Well, enjoying God when when your marriage is not working, when your wife may be in a depression, when loneliness in your life is reaching an all-time great, when you've got anxiety in your workplace, maybe work isn't going well, you, you don't like your job. Maybe you've got a health diagnosis or someone in your family is giving you enjoying God and that. Enjoying God when you don't like your enjoying God when you don't know how you're going to pay the bills next month. Are you, are you serious? Are you talking about enjoying God in the middle of all that? That seems like Matt. You're talking. It's nonsense, right? Pie in the sky, or is it? Or is it? As God says, God invites. You, there's a new way to live. There's a new way to enjoy Him in any and every season of life. It's the living by the life of Christ. It's walking by the Spirit. It's living by Him because the Spirit right now is delighting to reveal to you all that you have in Jesus Christ. There's no greater pleasure than Him revealing His love to you, His like for you, His delight in you, His enjoyment of you. There's no greater pleasure that He has, and there's no greater pleasure that you will experience in this life than knowing Him and and enjoying Him. That's the way, that's the new way of the Spirit that we're invited to, and I see it more now than ever. It's participating and enjoying the pleasures of God. 
wow, enjoying God in the middle of all that, in the middle of hard times, especially then, yes, yes, absolutely, yes, because that's the freedom journey. That's the freedom journey. We can enjoy God because if we have to feel the pressure to figure it out or to try to do better or to try to get more from God, that's pressure. We're invited to trust and to live and enjoy in the moment. We don't have to come up with a new technique or a new way to live the Christian life. We can enjoy his life right now. There's no formula for generating this. It's what you've already got in him. There's no recipe to make this any better. There's no five-step plan. We begin to do, what we do is we take all that and we instrumentalize it. We, we, we make it self-help. We make it, this, this is how you can enjoy God. It's, it's, it's this, this way of living by the Spirit is what, living out of what you already have in Him. It's already there in Christ. It's anchored in that relationship and presence in Him. And now we simply choose to look inward instead of outward. We look inward for what we already have, for the joy set before us, for the hope. That's needed to move forward for the freedom from this addiction, from the, from the source of joy in life that's only found in Him. That doesn't demand anything, that doesn't strive for anything, doesn't try to perform to get anything from Him, but to only celebrate and enjoy and take pleasure in everything that God has already given us because we take joy and pleasure in Christ Himself. It's personal now. It's not transactional. It's a personal relationship. And we, under, we begin to understand to live as Christ. To live as Christ. I hope this encourages you today. Please reach out to us. Uh, we've got some really exciting things coming up. We are at the end of this coming uh, week of, of podcasts. We are going to take a, a, a couple of weeks to kind of retune some things. So please reach out to us. Uh, I did, I want to say, as I was talking about enjoying life of Christ, I, I wrote a book about this, really. It's called The Love of the Father, Enjoying Jesus Every Day. We'll leave a link to that description in, in the show notes if you'd like to pick up a copy of that, kind of unpack that a whole lot more of enjoying God's love for us. Also, we've just released our new devotional. We're really excited about that, and we're excited about how the response has been to that. We're so grateful for your feedback and, and response to that. You can get that also. We'll leave it link for that as well. If you'd also like to pursue one-on-one coaching, we do that. Uh, We also have a men's group that meets once a week. So if you're looking to get some community and support, we have many opportunities for you to to engage with us. So uh, thank you for joining us today. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time.